0: Grab your friends. It's time for MetaWatch, the world's first, best, and only Metabots podcast that was recently vaccinated. My name is Mitch. I use he and pronouns, and I got Moderna. Joining me as always, Colin.
1: Hi, I'm Colin. I use they, them pronouns, and uh, my left arm part has taken 100 damage and is now inoperable.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, very good. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I got vaccinated today. Uh... <laughs> I got my first shot of COVID hurting juice. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> Love to see it. Yeah.
0: Now, how much of that uh, vaccine was just pickle juice?
1: Um, I don't know. The it, it was a little syringe. I don't. I don't think they could have been that much juice in there. But so they you put the pickle me. back yourself, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: You just didn't get a second shot of pickle oh, juice man. in your arm.
1: I haven't had a pickleback in so long. That's another thing that it, once all of this is uh you know once I can go back to bars again that's the thing I should do, but um, <laughs> right now I'm just looking forward to being able to eat fried food fresh out of the out of the oil. Uh, <laughs> Don't even wait, just put your hand in there and grab it. Oh uh, yeah, whole face, just gonna go for it. Um, today we are talking about metabots uh, and. You know, we're at the, we're at the penultimate episodes of the, of, of season two. Um, we, Thank you for clarifying.
0: <laughs> we are talking about Metabots.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed our little April Fool's joke, which I guess it uh, w- came out, uh, is coming out tonight after we finishing, re- finish recording, but you won't hear this episode for like another two weeks afterwards. So whatever. I hope you enjoyed I- it. I hope it was a good time. I-
0: I'm very excited.
1: Yeah. Um oh man, but yeah, uh we got the final two episodes of season 2 next week and uh then our little wrap up. Uh mm-hmm. and let's I ooh, I am vaccinated. Um yeah, we're going to start off tonight with taking the Victor out of victory. Uh and we just start off with a nice victor monologue nice internal victor monologue about how these kids will never understand what he went through uh and you know as we just get flashes of of you know uh red screens of ruined burning buildings and dead bodies and and crushed dolls and what have you uh and uh, victor says that the past doesn't rest easy and neither does he um
0: so in the sub uh We're in this stark red, uh, burning battlefield full of, uh, screams and gunfire. And as we twist around the desolate landscape, we see a bald child standing on a rock. And then we zoom into his eyes and it's Victor.
1: Yep. And I'm just like. Pretty much the same in the dub. Uh, honestly, it's, they're really, they're going hard. Uh.
0: Yeah, so I'm I was sitting here going, "Wow, war is bad," and then we immediately cut to Metabots. I'm like, "Oh, hey, wow, cool robot!"
1: Yeah, uh, because they, you know, his boys do snap him out of it. They're in the locker room, and it's uh, it's time. Uh, yeah. it's, it's it's time to row battle. Uh, and we cut over to Icky, who has a, a similar internal monologue about how, uh, you know, he's he's sick in the bathroom with anxiety. He's so worried about, you know, uh, all the people that are going to be watching and, and going toe-to-toe with uh, the greatest Metabots champion to ever live and blah de blah blah et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, he's got his head underneath a, you know, a faucet. In, in this bathroom but you know he psychs himself up b tosses him a towel to drive off and tells him that they're going to get meta busy and uh the whole crew's here they're ready to go
0: <laughs> yeah um it's weird it's taken uh 49 episodes but i think koji and nikki are finally friends <laughs> i think this is the episode where they're not antagonistic at all and they're just like buds hanging out
1: yeah well i mean they've they've sorted through all those problems already um
0: <laughs> or there just wasn't enough time to talk about their own bullshit in this episode. It's one of the two
1: <laughs> no i think I think the the um the team Egypt episode pretty much uh took care of uh you know Koji's bullshit uh so I think that now that they're on equal footing, you know they're just they're they're two guys being bros, just two yeah. bros being pals,
0: yeah I was thinking, oh yeah, I guess Koji did get like shit on nationally and like that took his ego down i'm like no because that ended with him getting the metaphors and i was like oh now we're equals because we both have the metaphors
1: yeah but also (laughs) like i don't know i feel like uh koji koji doesn't feel like he's equals because of the metaphors because he was ready to give to give up the metaphors to make sure that similidon was okay
0: but that's fair you know
1: character growth uh (laughs) so Uh,
0: speaking of character growth uh let's forget all this locker room stuff. Let's go to the best character in the show. Having a little bit of heart to heart with people.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Referee is hanging out in the stands with, uh, Aki, Karen, and Erika. <laughs> like, I, i love this whole speech. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just, uh, out over here in the stands to cool off for a little bit. Uh, and really wanted some popcorn. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Um, that's not exactly how it goes in the sub. <laughs> um, Mr. F, uh, they turn and see him and he goes, you know, I was, I'm a fan first. I really wanted to see how this felt like for everyone up here. Uh, you know, it's really exciting. And then he takes a breath and goes, I was against the alteration of the rules. I love metabots. In particular, I've always been a fan of Icky and Metabee style. Now my role as referee aside, I can truthfully say that they showed me how a row battle should be. (laughs) And then he gets up and leaves. And then he says, um you know, I have honor in my duty and I will absolutely be impartial. And like everyone's like, Of course, Mr. Every, we trust you. And then like they all bow to each other. And I'm like, This is so cute. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I guess uh Coach Man Mountain and uh the the principal are here in their their hakama as well. Uh just you know, it's a good old time. Everybody's mm-hmm. having a you know having a having a blast. And uh the boys arrive uh, and they're, you know, they're making their entrance, people are photographing them, and that's when, uh, blazing past them is Space Caviar X, and she's just fucking perfect, uh, she just, like, charges past them, does the perfect, you know, Pete grabs the mic, you know, does, you know, uh, uh, drops that pipe bomb on stage, throws the she's, perfect X, it's just great
0: <laughs> She's dabbing as she's telling all this Yes <laughs> um her speech in the sub is um having passed countless planets to descend upon earth i'm the evangelist of love and justice i'm space metafighter x <laughs> and it's perfect and beautiful and um i i'm glad she's the last space metafighter x we get
1: yeah uh she does directly call out the rubber robos uh and uh you know starts you know telling them you know that uh that they're they're an evil criminal syndicate, and they shouldn't be doing this to um uh this the all of these meta fighters and slughead uh immediately recognizes her um and tells her to get out of here while they try to run a legitimate row battle uh. <laughs> And this is where we get, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to keep getting this in the next couple of episodes, Uh, love to see it, Uh, but um, Space Metafighter X offers him a deal, Um, uh, she'll give him an honorable out, if Team Japan wins, uh, he has to quit being a Rubber Robo uh, gang member for forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: and yeah, yeah, Slughead, uh, <laughs> yeah, Slughead gets overwhelmed, kind of pours his anxieties and pours his heart out a little bit, Uh, and agrees on the condition that if Team Japan loses, then Space Metafighter X will join the Rubber Robos. And she agrees as well. It's, you know, they're going to be together no matter what, Mitch.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, we're going to fight crime or we're going to be crime, but we're going to be together. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, in the sub, it is... Uh, a little different than the the dubs because the dub, um, she calls out the Rubber Robos and in particular, Tuna Head. (laughs) Um, To a degree, mostly it's addressing the Rubber Robos and Tuna Head's the one who answers and blah, blah, blah. Uh, And the sub, she doesn't care about the Rubber Robos at all. (laughs) She calls them out specifically and says, you stop being evil right now, mister. Yeah. (laughs) Turn your life around. Uh, You know, the, you know, Quit and come with me or I'll, you know, join your gang, whoever wins or loses. But, um, one of the lines, I or some of the lines I really like, she goes, if we win this match, you cut ties with the Roborobo gang forever. Are you okay with that? And he goes, no, I'm not okay with that. (laughs) To which she goes, why not? And he goes, why? And then he goes, like, he's, like, breaking down at this point. He goes, I thought you were already married and living your happy ending.
1: (laughs) Oh, the callback.
0: So... That's why he's okay with trying to destroy the world because she had her happily ever after. And it was somebody else. Oh, <laughs> I that is well, so good.
1: I, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the end of the show.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, then following, you know, this exchange, um, comes the best line of the show. Uh, space medified X goes, you know, uh, you know, all abandon all logic and join your evil criminal organization. <laughs> and, and Coach Man Mountain is just cheering, goes, I don't know what's going on, but I'm with you.
1: <laughs> uh, this is when Aki runs up to try and object and and stop her because, you know, she can't turn to a life of crime. There's too much work that, that still needs to be done at the lab, blah, 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 blah. But Arika and Karen just tackle him and tell, yeah. tell her to follow her bliss, basically. <laughs> yeah. You love these two girls yeah no they're great uh a nice a nice supportive cast we have here we love to see it um and this is when uh space metafighter x goes back to uh you know um uh talk with uh, her teammates and finally summons her metabot it's belzelga belzelga is back
0: um i you know we love belzelga uh our little probably my favorite hell themed metabot (laughs) uh we get a couple of but this is definitely my favorite um this is also where I noticed uh, Goringo, the gorilla metabot, has chainsaw arms. Yes. <laughs> I did not notice that before.
1: It also, like, uses them as a form of, like, locomotion, too. Like, it'll chainsaw its arms across the ground as, like, a tread. It's it's very good. Uh,
0: but doesn't actually use the chainsaws against other metabots.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Like, meta gets a full chainsaw, like, through his arm at one point. Uh, uh, like, I, I think that's the first attack of, of the... The fight
0: uh <laughs> it's so good um like we get we get some good fights here
1: yeah um uh, but, but real quick though uh, yeah. we do get some contradictory lore um when space metafighter x uh summons the belzelga aki says that he still has two payments left on it and uh, it doesn't have any insurance yet or it doesn't have a warranty. Um, which is very confusing because I thought Doctor Aki and the Metabots Corporation were personally developing that that Metabot. Uh, I guess I guess they contracted it out.
0: Uh. Yeah, uh, I mean they did. They were developing them for the military, so <laughs> um, and maybe he's yet to receive the full payments for it. Yeah, and that's what he's complaining about. Um, he just complains that she stole it from her. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> Oh, I mean, she did design and build this murder machine.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, but yeah, this right, is
1: a... Uh, oh, go for it.
0: So uh, Mr. Referee, uh, you know, announces both teams. But before they start the fight, um, we we see their eyes. And, you know, they're staring down. It's a in anime. They're going to stare yeah. for like two minutes. All sounds drop out of the episode. And we hear a low bass hum and just heartbeats.
1: Definitely don't get that in the dub. Uh
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's like four minutes of uh, back and forth uh, jokes that don't quite land.
1: Um, no, it's a lot of like, uh, oh, these children will never understand true sorrow or whatever, and then Iki being like, oh, but no, uh, together with my friends, we'll defeat you. Like da 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 da. Like just yeah. Uh, like Iki does tell yeah. Metabi that no matter what they they'll win as a team. Uh, and uh, you know Koji and, and Space Meta Fighter X like back him up on that. So <laughs> at least we get that.
0: Uh, uh, congratulations though. This is the episode that makes me like Victor.
1: Okay. Yeah, I know. Victor's very good in this, in the next episode. Uh, Mitch, how mad are you? How mad are you that for the championship row battle, they didn't give the Mr. Referee an entrance? Um,
0: I I mean, like he deserves one, (laughs) but we did get like the heart to heart with Aki, Karen and Arika, which means more to me than like it feels to me like he gave up his entrance to spend time with
1: these people. You know he which, can do both. I need to see him in a funny costume, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, we get enough from Mr. Referee. Like, I'm I'm sad, but I'm, I'm understanding. He made his choice, and honestly, I'm happy I got to see a little bit more of his personal life. Because the only thing we know about his personal life, remember, is he's friends with Chicken Cellar. <laughs> and sometimes he dresses as a woman yeah like that's all we know about miss reverie not at work
1: <laughs> uh well it is time for the championship row battle uh icky starts giving uh orders uh out for the uh you know the team to kind of like you know uh play around a little bit keep their distance and scope out what uh team kenya's moves are going to be uh but um you know uh, uh rhino rush and uh uh, oh god uh what's the name of the gorilla one garingo uh yeah just fucking speed off with some animation budget big clouds of dust in their wake Mm -hmm. and are just really laying into metabee and smilodon um like they both get immediately rocked around both of them nearly like get uh, like one of their arms completely taken out uh this is already a high stakes match
0: (laughs) yeah they comment like oh we thought we thought Warbonnet was the only one we need to worry about. These two are just as good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Warbonnet ain't doing shit right now. And uh, Arika and Karen are, like, concerned about, you know, this how how things are going. Like, you know, Team Japan's on their back foot. They don't know how to help. And this is when Aki reveals that uh, Team Kenya is using, using the power leech maneuver, uh, which basically Warbandit is just standing in the back, remaining idle, and transferring some of his energy to his two allies to power them up. Uh and you know, once he's ready to enter the fray, he'll be still right as rain, perfect to go. Um but in the meantime, his uh his allies are, you know, performing at, you know, 110% basically.
0: Um so in the the sub we get a different explanation. Uh first of all, the ability is called Tension Up. Uh, okay. <laughs> and as opposed to giving some of warp bonnets uh energy to the other two uh it's producing a broadcast beam that increases their power okay (laughs) so so um the same effect but uh as opposed to it draining warp on it it just magically can increase power okay (laughs) which um feels a little bit more victor to me
1: yeah um so, uh, but yeah, they are clearly using it to good effect uh, because Team Japan gets, uh, like, all three of them just gets blasted by a rocket from, from Reiner Rush. Um, and this is when we find out, Mitch, that the crowd is protected by a force field because a piece of debris almost hits Karen in the face. Yeah, she almost dies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I I was so surprised that they're, because they don't just put a force field there for no reason. Somebody got Grievously injured before because oh, yeah. this is a libertarian hillscape they're not going to build yeah. a force field if they don't need to budget it out like someone yeah, i mean someone got shot
1: Oh yeah, they they definitely, they were forced, they got sued in a a, a civil action lawsuit when someone died, uh, which forced them to, uh, you know, design and build a uh, a force field to protect the crowd. They did use government subsidy money to actually build it, so technically mm-hmm. they didn't pay for anything, but they, they, they were forced to build it. Uh,
0: and, it, you know, they tried at first that when you buy a ticket, they go, you forfeit all rights to, you know, sue us by buying this ticket. And like... People weren't buying as many tickets, so they were losing money, so this is the compromise. It's easier to build a force field than to lose out. Yeah, I mean,
1: the the invisible hand guides all markets to the the best product for the consumer, definitely.
0: And the invisible hand also catches rocks that fly at your head.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, uh... (laughs) Space Meta Fighter X decides that uh, she's going to take the lead now um, and uh, use Belzelga to turn the tables on this match. Uh, she basically says that, you know, tells the boys, you know, have Meta B and Smildon get behind Belzelga and just kind of, like, follow Belzelga's moves. Uh, and uh, they'll know what to do because uh, Belzelga uh, charges forward to full-out extreme frontal attack and uh, starts crushing bits of the arena. Um which uh, originally the boys think that, that Belzoga is just missing, like Belzoga just can't hit. Uh, but no, it turns out this is all part of the plan. Uh, Belzoga is purposely missing and hitting the, the arena to kind of create difficult terrain so that Reiner Rush and uh, Garingo can't kind of jet around as easily. And they'll be a little bit easier to take out.
0: It's it's a good plan. Yeah. <clears throat> Miss Caviar starts it out with screaming, Belzelga, Hellmite. <laughs> um, but it, I mean the animation of Belzelga just destroying the ground is is real good. Yeah. Like the animation in these two episodes are great. Um some scenes better than others, but like these battles, this is what I was expecting the whole episode to be.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I am glad that you finally got your your Shonen tournament arc battle that lasts an entire two episodes plus with lots of introspection in the middle.
0: Uh, Look, I'm used to I'm used to certain kind of Shonen anime, and it is this fight's going to last five episodes, but no punches are going to be thrown in two of them. You yeah. Know? Uh,
1: well, Metabi takes out uh one of uh, uh Goriongo's arms while Similodon nearly takes out Rhynar Rush's head. Uh, and they've, you know, they've turned the battle around. Uh, Icky starts, you know, thinking about how he won't lose. He won't let the rubber robos ruin things for everybody by taking their medals away. And we get, you know, a montage of all the, well, some of the friends that he's made along the way, uh, that, you know, have really kind of like helped him out and, you know, who he's got to fight for. And, you know, I know it showed up in season two for me, but, uh, Mitch the 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 pilot lady is here wasn't she technically a season one uh uh character yeah <laughs> so they did they did you know we didn't get miss mimosa or anything but we still got some season one callbacks in in the little friend montage
0: <laughs> yeah um The the season one season two split is like this is the weird part for me um Cause I was trying to think about how long it's been since something happened and I had to go back multiple times and look, um, <laughs> it's really hard to tell how long ago things happened from my memory and from actually on the show. <laughs> um, cause, uh, pilot lady, I mean, she was, she was episode 22. Um, the, uh, the games began in episode 40. So she's from a long time ago. Yeah. But, uh, the last season finale was, um, episode 39. So technically these are all from before you know It's
1: true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cuz we get like the Canadian guy with the ice cream mm-hmm. and uh, uh I guess the the only ones that aren't specifically from before the tournament arc is uh team Iceland hanging out in the hospital room together. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it's just um I I saw all these people and this is when I started thinking about, you know, how weird the the time that we got was. Um and I started going so the rubber robos, their initial plan was to take over the world with, um, the mantis shrimp Godzilla and also all the metals. And then the next episode, they had a backup plan that is just as good, at least.
1: Well, I, so the, well, we'll, we'll get to this once. Yeah, we're we, going to get to it. Yeah, but we'll, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to it later. I'll talk about it once, once it arrives, because I, I do think I understand what the difference between the two plans is, um, so, uh uh Victor finally decides that it's time to send in Warbandit. Uh it's it's you know, no more dancing around, it's time to end this. Uh and uh Warbandit completely outclasses Bellzelga with its speed and gets completely around Belzelga and you know punches out Metabee. Um mm-hmm. and then completely takes out Simelodon's legs. Like the Smilodon's legs go from 100 percent to nothing. Uh <laughs> he's just too fast.
0: <laughs> and like Smilodon's legs are some of its best parts. Yeah, because it's it's a fast boy. That that's what it's good at. Oh man,
1: uh, um, we do find out that belzelga's head parts can can heal though, and restores power to uh, uh, Metabee and Smilodon. Uh, so they're they're kind of back up even if they're beat up a little bit.
0: Now um, hold on here, because there's two things I want to point out. First of all, yeah. it's called Belzelga's helmet, which <laughs> doesn't like sure okay. It's spelled H E L L M E T.
1: Okay, all right. Because <laughs>
0: it because it's hell themed. Um, uh, valid, yeah. And the the uh, wording used in the sub is uh, "Can restore function to parts after they've been shut down." Not they can heal you, and I'm like, that's not healing. That's necromancy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I guess uh, healing is my word. I think the specific phrase in um uh in the dub is they like. It can restore power uh, to to parts. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah,
0: <laughs> it is healing. But yeah. the way they phrased it, I'm just like, "That's necromancy, dog." <laughs> this is a devil with a helmet that uses necromancy, and I'm I'm for it. And, and then comes like probably the rawest part of the show.
1: Oh yeah, because uh, you know um, Victor tells them it's time to do their sacrificial attack, um, and Garingo charges in, grabs, like uh, like it's going to to get into a melee fight with Similodon, but instead grabs onto it to hold him in place. And then, oh uh, no, wait, it gra- it grabs onto Belzelka, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and, uh, you know, Rhino Rush fires one of its big rockets and basically, like, blows both of them up. And when I say blows both of them up, this is the most, like, graphic, exploded, torn apart, pieces of metabot we've ever seen like the tin pet is destroyed uh.
0: yeah we we made some jokes before about like when their metals removed oh that's a dead body in a kid's show yeah N- no <laughs> this we spent 50 episodes almost about how these are living people and friends and now we see like their guts strewn about a, a battlefield
1: yeah it's uh. gruesome fucking uh everybody's kind of horrified at this but uh Victor like you know comes in and is like hey it's they're just it, the metabots aren't people uh, he specifically says a metabot is just a tool as expendable as a hammer as disposable as a nail um and it, that's a good line I mean yeah, it's it,
0: it's racist as hell towards metabots but it's a good line
1: yeah uh this does make Sibilanon so angry that he goes sicko mode though uh <laughs> and activates his MetaForce and uh, says that uh, I'll show you what happens when you take MetaBots for granted. Um, And, you know, goes to use the MetaForce, but uh, Warbandit uses Rhino Rush as a shield and completely uh, just, like, doesn't get hit at all. And Rhino Rush is is destroyed and uh, then Warbandit kind of, like, sidesteps around and blasts Similadon so hard that, like, like, Simodon's pieces are cracking and broken. Like, his arm is outstretched, and, like, half of the claws on his, on his uh, like, fighting arm are, like, broken. And there's, like, holes all through his arm armor. And it's just—it's rough. It's bad to look at.
0: Yeah, um, I, I guess we should mention outright. So um, what's happening is the both teams are losing fighters instantaneously. Which means the fight isn't being called. Because before, the entire team didn't have to be wiped out. It was, you know, when someone loses.
1: No, no. Every, every, every match up until now has had a, 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 like a, a team wiped out to end the match.
0: Huh. I, I know that happened some of the times. I was, um,
1: it's every I single match that we've seen on screen has, has had one side completely wiped out.
0: See, this is what happens when I don't watch MetaBots uh, two <laughs> weeks in a row. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just forget it all. I... You know what? I was focused on uh, a couple other things in these two episodes and one of them was wearing a golden mask. So, yeah. Fair. I guess who who cares about the fights? Those those don't actually matter in Metabots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what matters is uh, you know, the emotions, the heart to heart,
1: the posing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Similadon keeps trying to fight but gets blasted some more. Is at 99% and about to go critical and then just fully uh, hits zero and stops functioning. Um, which makes B incredibly angry. And he yells out, uh, like, you know, they're getting, they're, they're going to tussle. It's, it's a war bandit, uh, versus Meta B fight. Now it's the fight everybody wanted to see. And, uh, Meta B yells out that, uh, he's, he's going to rumble so bad that, uh, earthquakes are going to be jealous. Uh, and, uh, Victor just answers back, prove yourself through battle. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh dude, he rocks, don't do not do not <laughs> ruin this moment by saying those words uh
0: you know, Metabe's seeing red, and when he sees red, <laughs> you see green,
1: yeah, <laughs> so Vettaby charges in, but then gets like nearly punched out by war bandit um and uh. You know, Victor says that it's these are all just silly games compared to real Sorrow. We get another flashback uh, to, I guess, the Kenyan Civil War, where we see actual tanks on screen and, like, <laughs> crazy military metabots, and they're firing everywhere. Like, I was really surprised that this made the English cut. Uh,
0: <laughs> and, and then a doll gets stepped on. Yeah. Which, I mean, isn't as necessarily bad as the other stuff. But, I mean, it does imply... You know, dead kids.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's it. It again has like another shot that like focuses in on on uh you know Victor as a young boy, like like you know zooming in on his eyes. Except this time he's like he's hiding in rubble, uh, from all of these Metabots that are around. Like it's 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 not good. It's bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's also probably hiding from the tanks too
1: yeah you know and uh whatever faction he's fighting against as a child soldier you know we we get it we've seen gundam uh (laughs) i
0: actually have not seen gundam no
1: (laughs) you have now uh yeah
0: this this these are the two most gundam well this is the most gundam episode next episode's actually good so uh
1: (laughs) boo uh Oh man, um, but yeah, like, uh, Victor, you know, keeps on with his platitudes about how, you know, uh, Metabots are tools, uh, you know, they're, you know, they're, they should be treated as friends and that all they're good for is destruction. Um, uh, which is when we get the sickest shot ever of, uh, you know, um, war bandit shooting at Metabee and some of the stray fire going towards, uh, team Japan and, uh, you know, Koji and space meta fighter X dive out of the way, but the shots just perfectly go on either side of Iki who doesn't even flinch. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of good things to gif. Uh, most of them war, but yeah. like iki has got some good moments in this episode.
1: Yeah, um, Icky tells MetaBee that it's time to make history and, and defeat the champ, and MetaBee fires back that I don't want to make history, I just want to take him down, which, yeah, same. Uh, but uh, MetaBee just can't get a hit on Warbandit. Warbandit's moving too quickly. Um, and uh, Warbandit has almost hit B so much that he's at critical overload, and he has grabbed MetaBee by the face and is trying to crush his head. <laughs> yeah, Um, this fight's real good. Yeah. Like I'm <sighs> these just two robots fighting like
0: <laughs> yeah this this battle isn't isn't so metabots fights are more about like not necessary finesse but like outsmarting your opponent to a degree, yeah, um using the tools you have in a way that surprises them and gets around you know their planned defenses, yeah, um this is just
1: brute force fighting and wanting the other person to die. Well, I mean, that's, that's like, that's when you come down to Meta B and War Bandit is they're, they're pretty much the same, the same style of Metabot. They've got really, really strong shooting fundamentals and they're, they're mobile and, and they have good instincts. Like normally when we see Meta B in a fight that he's going up against like, uh, I think back to like that really early episode with the, um, uh, in the, the, like the, like abandoned lot that coach man mountain wanted to turn into a playground. And like mm-hmm. the whole thing was you have this, this quick moving, like wheeled metabot with these like, you know, big shield hands that makes it really hard to hit. And like, it was about, you know, uh, like, like, you know, Getting getting into a situation where it ramps so that Metabee can then shoot it from beneath. And really, there's, you know, when Metabee's going up against another Metabot like Metabee, there's really nothing like that they can do. They just have to be better at shooting each other. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like he can shoot, like, a light down to fall on Warbonnet. on like, it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got to be more stubborn and shoot him good. <laughs> Which, I mean, really, isn't that what war is all about? Just <laughs> being stubborn and shooting good
1: i guess uh but yeah this is when uh you know B's i haven't seen me-
0: gundam i don't know
1: <laughs> uh meta b gets basically like pushed through the big piece of rock that uh war bandit is holding against and and thrown back um and icky's watch explodes as uh b is tossed to the floor and icky is apparently dead uh and it turns out that uh you know victor like did that on purpose i guess Somehow? Because so, he says that they should feel lucky that he spare uh spared Metabee uh and he just starts turning away from the battle.
0: <laughs> so this is where uh we do get a difference in the sub and dub. Um I went back and watched this. It's cut differently. Okay. Um it looks to me like Iggy gets shot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's okay. That
0: that's surprisingly legal. Uh <laughs> um Now I thought he just got shot and, like, shot, shot, like, in the chest or gut or something. <laughs> you know, the the whole cough-up blood anime, I got shot. Yeah. Um, and soon it looks like he just got shot in the arm. And this, I mean, he is eight years old, so it did knock him over. Yeah. And it took out the watch. But, um, it, uh, it definitely looks like, to me, he got shot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 which is I, yeah, uh, pretty I think good. i think that's the thing that probably we're supposed to take away from it uh
0: <laughs> i mean i i see icky gets shot and then I, I i'm like i thought this episode was called taking the victor out of victory <laughs> like <laughs> this is the farthest thing from taking the victor out of victory
1: uh, you know we gotta we got a couple of minutes left in this fight we'll see where it goes um uh because this fight's definitely gonna wrap up at the end of this episode um it's gotta but yeah, uh and uh, as Victor is beginning to walk away assuming he's he's victorious, uh Metabee gets back up and says, "Where do you think you're going?" and Iki manages to get back up too after being shot in the arm. Uh and uh you know, Koji doesn't know how they're keeping up their link without a, a functioning meta watch. but uh you know, uh Icky says they have something stronger than that. Uh you know, they they've got their friendship and Metabee activates the meta Force you know, it's time to kiss your bot goodbye. Uh, Victor starts laughing maniacally uh, and, you know, starts saying, like, you know, you you, uh, you don't have any functioning meta parts. You don't have a functioning meta watch. Uh, I, I gave you this out. Uh, maybe you'll want to row battle blindfolded, too, uh, and just says that, you know, he is going to humiliate them and uh, activates Warbonnet's metaphors. Uh.
0: <laughs> so um, when Icky and Metabee stand up, they stand up with the same movements and it keeps cutting back and forth. Yeah. And I was like, oh sh- oh shit, they mind melted. They're the same yeah. person now. And uh as they kept talking, they talked in unison. <laughs> they both spoke at the same time, the same exact words and said our spirits are entwined. I'm like, "Iki is metabi now." <laughs> it finally happened. Our two shitty boys are one shitty boy. Yeah. <laughs> um That did not end up being the case, disappointingly, but okay. Um, Um,
1: But anyways, they started blasting. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because in the sub, Victor laughs and then turns and goes, this is the farthest, uh, this is the longest anyone's fought against me. I love this. And I'm like, okay, now, now Victor's a good character to me. Yeah. (laughs) He's losing. I his shit. Yeah.
1: I all um, I kind of like that better, but I also kind of like this just kind of like slow descent that he's having in the dub as well. They're both yeah. good. Uh yeah.
0: he's got the slow descent and just like a petty anger towards Aki. Yeah. And and in the sub, it's more like I'm so far above you. Yeah. <laughs> They're both great characterizations, but like that that maniacal laugh, especially with the sub voice. Like that monologue laugh is uh, real good. He um he almost says we live in a society with that laugh, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close. And then um yeah, they so, both fire yeah. their metaphors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's the end of our episode. Yeah, uh, well, Colin, like, where can they find you on Twitter? <laughs>
1: We've got another episode to do, but I do think we shouldn't. Uh, we we shouldn't downplay the fact that, like, you know, the metaphors hits each other. It you know explodes, but it explodes in this incredible white light that fills the entire arena, and that's where we get a big to uh, to be continued sign. Uh. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that this is not the episode we're ending off on today.
1: Yeah. Um. Although, uh, I, I guess to spoil things for the end of this episode, we are gonna have another two. Uh, to be continued. Uh, it seems like we are in a four-part to be continued. I know, off mic, I had said this to Mitch. I think this is not paced well. I think these two episodes, like feel long in the tooth in a way that I'm not really enjoying despite the fact that like all the stuff going on is very good in them. But it also could be the fact that I got vaccinated and have a virus growing inside of me right now. Um but you know, uh I don't know. Uh I I I've, I've gotten so used to how cleanly like metabots Mm -hmm. will like make sure that an episode like ends on some closure that like a thing a conflict is even if if there's going to be like continued stuff happening from like and like two-parters and stuff That still like at least the episode ends like with with a conflict settled and we don't get that here
0: (laughs) no like the fight doesn't end even Um, it it is a very unmetabots move and this next episode, you know, we don't get that closure. You're right. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not against it. Like I I genuinely <laughs> like it. They're like, hey, we only have you know after this episode, we only got three more episodes, and then we don't have this this IP anymore. <laughs> it's gone forever. We let's just get it all out now. So like I I get it.
1: Um, yeah. I understand the want for the big, the big anime last four episodes, but just like, man, the format was so good before though. That, Hey, I, I'm not going to disagree with
0: you. Uh, I, I mean, I am disagreeing with you yeah. actually. Like I, I, I genuinely enjoy it. Um, but yeah, at, at least, at least in Japan, uh, episodes 49 and 50 aired within a day of each other.
1: Okay. That makes sense.
0: Uh, here's the big problem. Episodes 50, 51, uh, uh, 51 ep- aired six days after um, 50.
1: I mean, that that makes sense. That's normal for a TV show. Uh.
0: Well, a, a lot of times they're like a day or two after. Okay. And then uh, the last episode was like a week and a half later. <laughs> Imagine waiting a week and a half for the final episode.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, uh, there better be some good animation in that that one. Uh, but yeah, we, we now have our next episode, Altered States. Or
0: The Nightmare Reborn.
1: Yeah. Um... We start. We get um, uh, just a quick, like you know, five second recap of what happened at the end of the last episode. I'm not going to rehash it, um, uh, and then cut down into a hallway somewhere where Rikusho and the Phantom Renegade, the Phantom Thief Retort, uh, feel the rumblings of the fight. Um, it is uh, uh, Rikusho talks about how it is the conflict between the souls of Metabi and Warbandit, and it is resonating in Rikusho's metal. It is resonating, Mitch. <laughs>
0: yeah uh that's almost the exact wording except then he adds in it's driving my metal crazy yeah which is just a little more romantic um <laughs> and i'm not gonna spoil things for our listeners we're gonna get there yeah uh but colin i think Rakusha was wrong <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. Anyways, uh, they uh, they hear uh, two rubber robos come out of an elevator, uh, who run off to uh, saying things that they need to check the, the 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 wire connections, and they need to check on the generator because the as the lights continue to flicker. Uh, and uh, Rikusho and and Retort reveal that uh, they they are in the rubber robos base, and it is underneath the stadium. It has been the whole time. Uh, and so they head into this elevator to go even deeper down into uh, um, this, this base uh, where they find a room with bright glowing uh, uh, green pillars, um, mm-hmm. which uh, we might recognize from uh, the last time that the rubber robos tried to control a bunch of metabots.
0: Uh, which was uh, 10 episodes ago. <laughs> uh,
1: slash, you know, 20
0: <laughs> yeah uh, 10 episodes
1: <laughs> yeah uh but yeah these are similar to the the glowing pillars that raised out of the lake near uh the myanma ruins um so they, they yeah. got they got some stuff uh we cut back up to the to the fight and uh you know as the dust settles um metabee and war bandit are are glowing green and frozen in place um and Dr. Aki, despite being a quote-unquote metabots expert, doesn't know why this is happening. Uh, and is fucking dragged by Eureka for it. Uh. <laughs>
0: uh, his inter- He gets internal monologue in the sub, which is very rare. Um, and he starts going, could the tin pets be locked? No, that can't be it. Which we, we get into later. I-, I I think he knew what was going on. He just didn't want to admit it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, because like I, I in the dub they specifically said, um, and it, it ties a little bit more into what we're gonna find out here in a minute. But uh, he says that the um, uh, he thinks that maybe the metaforce activated the ten pet safety systems, um, mm-hmm. but still is you know I I think he's not willing to admit that he knows what's going on. Uh, he would have to like you know admit some kind of culpability in it if he did.
0: He's I'm sorry, the tin pet safety system is the tin pets lock up and freeze the metabot. that's horrifying <laughs> this man this man put a chip in everybody's bodies that freezes their skeletons if they do bad
1: i uh, well mitch in uh, in the case of why they had to put that safety system in i, can't, I it makes sense uh
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I get it, but it's also terrifying,
1: yeah, um. But I yeah, you, we,
0: we got vaccinated. We got those chips in our bodies. If we start doing bad, we're going to get frozen.
1: Oh, no. Uh, mine's going to like once I get my second shot, I'll, I'll get my superpower uh, and then I'll just be able to turn the uh, I'll I'll hopefully get uh, telekinesis and then I can just turn the chip off with my mind.
0: Oh, OK. <laughs> my superpower is being able to go to a bar and have a drink in public one day.
1: God, Mitch, I haven't had a draft beer in over a year. <laughs> yeah we yeah. can't go down this hole uh uh, we're gonna be here all night talking about fried pickles. uh
0: that was the next thing on my mind, yeah,
1: yeah, that is like actually fried pickles uh, but, but, uh, fried pub food is the thing that I miss most because you mm. just cannot like you can't get it to go. it's not fresh enough uh so um. And, and like, you know, I live in a place where like, there isn't good walking around places. So it's not like, you know, um, like if I was in New York or Chicago or something I could, there, there'd be a takeout place where I could walk up, get a styrofoam box filled with like fried pickles and then eat them as I walk away. And you just, there, shit like that doesn't exist here. And, and where I live, because everybody drives anywhere. Anyways, Metabots, we are inside of Metabee's mind. He is in hell. He is in flaming wreckage. (laughs) And he sees
0: he's he's in hell, like literal hell. I
1: love it. Uh, He sees these great pillars extending up in the sky and then one of, one of them blasts him in the forehead. Um, I, and I know we get some more information that kind of confirms this, but I do want to say that my immediate theory um, is that in this exact scene, the kind of like hellfire and like wreckage at first, I thought might have been he was experiencing war bandits, uh, like memories of, mm-hmm. of the Civil War and the Ten Days of Darkness. But then, when the uh, when the the pillar showed up, I realized no, this is how the previous civilization ended. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. I both of those <laughs> thoughts are mine. Well, and then. Before I got to the War Bonnet thing, I was like, "Oh, isn't this that little Nos X video that just came out that I didn't watch yet?"
1: Yeah, um Metivy is going to start grinding on Satan. Uh he's going to drop it. Uh he's going to uh you know, throw it around and reverse it. I forgot how that song goes. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, my
0: first thought was like, "Oh, it's Little Nas X. Wait, no, this is War Bonnet. Wait, yeah. no. No, this is The End of the World." Okay what a good time. What a good episode.
1: Um, you, somebody should make a, take the, uh, the clips of, of Meta B wearing the, uh, the cowboy hat and riding salty and put it to old town road. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, we cut back out of Meta B's mind palace, uh, as he is struck by this light and, uh, MetaBee and War Bandit fall over. Uh, Iki starts to rush to MetaBee's side, but he is stopped by Mister Referee as he tries to uh, get into the arena, uh, because Mister Referee says the match is still ongoing. If any, if any Meta Fighters enter the ring, it will be it, that is them forfeiting the match. Um, but MetaBee manages to struggle himself awake. Um, Slughead yells at Victor to finish the fight already, otherwise he's not going to get paid. So Victor starts commanding War Bandit to get up as well. Um... Uh, Icky gets B up and they they they're squared off they're ready to go and everyone is cheering on Metabee uh but uh Dr. Aki isn't cheering uh because he has a feeling that something far worse is about to happen to Meta B. <laughs> so um we get some shots we get uh
0: the screws here yeah. and the screws have all their metabots with extra seats And it's like oh that's so sweet you know yeah. the screws the screws love their metabots uh th- I love the screws because of this like they yeah. paid money for Theoretically, they paid money for the the Metabots to have their own seats. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Brass is here! Wow, this is great. And then I go, you know, that's so rare. The last time we saw Brass in an episode, she. I'm like, oh, this is foreshadowing. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we only see, like, we've only seen Brass this season when what's going to happen happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's to uh, the point
0: where, like, I got disappointed. I saw Brass. That's what the season has done to me. <laughs> It's a crime. It's a, it's a crime.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we do cut to, uh, Retort and Rekusho again. Uh, they think that these pillars are some kind of antenna, uh, like the, uh, they found at the Myanmar ruins. Um, however, they're very quickly caught by two rubber robos, uh, with an army of white swords. Um, and Mm -hmm. you know, they're, you know, they, they don't know how they're going to get out of this, you know, uh, Retort's ready to stand and fight, but Rekusho says no, I'll take care of these. You have to get to Doctor Aki to warn him about what's going on. Um, and uh, yeah, Rikusho beats the shit out of all these guys. <laughs> like literally, cuts many it. of them in half with one swipe. <laughs> he's powered by love right now.
0: Also, uh, his meta his metal's going crazy because of all the energy he's getting from Menaby. Yeah, it's love. Uh, he's stabbing people with love.
1: Yeah. Uh, We cut back up top after uh, Retort, uh, you know, shoots a grappling hook up in the ceiling and and flies away. Uh, Metabee and Warbandit have taken cover behind two large uh, pieces of of the arena, like, rock that's been thrown up and are just, you know, trading uh, fire from behind cover. Um, This is when Crosser Dog senses his metal uh, feeling funny as we see that Metabee's metal begins to glow. Uh, and then we get a similar thing where brass begins to feel strange and then we see war bandits glow. Um, now, uh, uh, a little bit of, since you pay more attention to the, um, uh, the metals, one thing that I wanted to like get your opinion on is <sighs> meta B and war bandit both appear to have the same style of beetle metal, except war bandits, metal has like the wings open and like flying is like war bandit's just slightly more evolved is that what we're supposed to take or are these supposed mm-hmm. to be different styles of metal
0: I, I believe that it is a slightly more evolved metal from what I've seen Okay
1: um and then of course yeah. we know um, brass is the same style yeah. of metal why is crosser dog feeling this though cuz crosser dog is a monkey metal
0: I I'm sorry you got really robot-y there really quick
1: Oh sorry uh the thing that I don't understand is it makes sense why brass is like picking up on this uh, because brass is, has a, a metal derivative of metabee and war bandits like rare metals but why mm-hmm. is crosser dog picking up on this when crosser dog has a monkey metal
0: well all as we know monkeys are just a type of bug so
1: <laughs> i i think we know that
0: monkeys uh hate dogs and are a type of bug like yeah. that's just that's just what we know we we, we- learned that from uh and you know, all the documentaries we see,
1: yeah, I mean, um, they, they like to play with with dung, and they pick things up and throw things. Like, yeah, they're a beetle. So last time
0: we saw this setup, um, they were putting things through the through Metabee's metal. Uh, right now, what's happening is, um, from my understanding of the situation, is as opposed to pumping energy through the metal to control the Metabots, what's happening is they're letting the two metals resonate off each other. And then harnessing that energy, and then beaming it.
1: Okay, yeah. Which, I, I, which I did, for
0: some reason is different.
1: I did for I did forget that uh, we do eventually get a a word for word explanation for everything going on in the dub at least. And now that I'm remembering that, that yes, okay, this all makes sense. Uh, I I but I will I will do the explainer once once the uh, they they talk about it in the text. Uh,
0: but also, monkeys are bugs. Yeah. Monkeys
1: are bugs. Uh, so both uh, both Warbandit and Metaby run out of ammo. Uh, and, uh, you know, Icky and Victor both give them the the go-ahead to move in for hand-to-hand combat. And they immediately cross-counter each other.
0: <laughs> I, I'm so excited, um, this fight, but and uh, this episode. Because it's so weird. We've seen Warbandit as this unstoppable juggernaut of a, a metabot. Like, leagues above Metabee. Yeah. And in this episode... They're on equal footing. Now, this episode also takes place after Icky lost his watch. So very clearly, just like um Spike and Crosser Dog, Icky's
1: the one holding MetaB back.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or did Icky just need to get rid of a scouting computer? Did did Icky just need to trust in the metaphors? Yeah, uh the, the rest of this episode, almost every
0: sentence uh Metabee says is the word trust in it. So Yeah.
1: Uh, so this is also when space metafighter X and Koji see, uh, you know, see the, you know, their metals are still, or their metabots metals are still on the, on the field of battle and they are beginning to glow red hot as well. Uh, and Mitch, this is when, um, space metafighter X takes her mask off and it's miss caviar. Can you believe this? You'd love
0: to see it. And now, (laughs) uh, no one knows who Miss Caviar is. Yeah. <laughs> in the Metabots world, this is the equivalent of someone taking off a mask, and they're going, "I have no who, no idea who that is." Just like my favorite, um, from back in Justice League Unlimited, like yeah, Luther yeah. took over Wally West's body, took off his mask. and like, Oh, I have no idea who this is. Yeah. This is this moment here. He's like, "Oh my god, it's, it's some some lady." All right. But like, this is great. Like, I I love, I love her unmasking herself because that means. In the history that's being written right now, <laughs> space Matter Fighter X was always Miss caviar, yeah, because they're not gonna do
1: diligence. they're
0: not gonna go do more research,
1: yeah there was that Which one means... time where uh space Matter Fighter x was was uh uh the phantom thief, but that was clearly the phantom thief like masquerading as uh space Matter Fighter X.
0: They've been in the same room together. <laughs> they can't be the same person,
1: yeah. <laughs> i love it it's so good yeah uh this is also when we cut over to joe and patra up at the top of the stadium uh who are looking at their at their metal watches with their medals and seeing them also uh heat up with uh uh resonant energy um and it's you know they recognize it as being just like what happened um when in the 10 days of darkness and that's when uh the phantom renegade finally arrives uh says i sorry no it must be too late oh what's up
0: I'm sorry Colin. Um I just I just had a quick panic when you said Petra. I thought you were talking about Petra. <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, meanwhile back at the time bureau."
1: Yeah. Uh, God, imagine, imagine if Petra was, was like, like, you know, they defeat the Rubber Robos, obviously the Rubber Robos have to come back in season three, and who's their new leader? It's Petra from <laughs> Flint, the Time Detective. <laughs> and she just puts a big
0: peace stamp on all these Metabots, and now they turn evil, yeah. as opposed to doing it in mass. you know, it's just one-on-one
1: yeah um also she changes that changes out a red dress for a black dress or makes all of the rubber robos change out their their black uh jumpsuits for red ones <laughs> all right uh,
0: all right i'm down i'm down for yeah. either
1: uh but yeah this is when retort finally arrives <laughs> Hold on. That i'm he's... sorry if petra
0: <laughs> if petra joins the rubber robos that would double the female members
1: <laughs> mitch i am working on borrowed time right now <laughs> all right yeah well okay <laughs> I'm going to want to collapse and go to bed at any moment. Uh, fucking, uh, yes, um, let's keep going. The Phantom Thief retort arrives. and says, Oh no, I am too late. Uh, and, uh, if they don't stop the match and cancel the tournament right now, the fighting between these two metabots is going to cause a second 10 days of darkness. Um, which makes Victor go into a full on fucking panic attack.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is just PTSD for the rest of the episode from. Victor. Yeah.
1: Um, it turns out that the uh, the entire stadium is a giant resonance device uh, to control Metabots across the globe, um, uh, and uh, upon uh, being told this by the Phantom Thief, uh, Aki, uh, you know, like runs up and and begs the Rubber Robos to halt the tournament. Um, uh, that you know if they if they're really trying to run the the Metabots uh, 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 federation legit, then they just need to cancel the tournament before another ten days of darkness is started. And C Slug says, Yeah, we'll totally end the tournament. If Japan forfeits and we get Metabee's medal.
0: <laughs> Which so, is a good ass plan for them.
1: Yeah, it's they're it's win-win. They are gonna be able to pull this uh, mission off no matter what. Uh so good
0: like, it's yeah. probably the smart the only smart move that, well it's the second smartest move the smartest move they ever had was have a zoo that was nothing but penguins
1: <laughs> um victor does finally snap out of it though and turns on the rubber robos for how blatantly they are basically just trying to start another 10 days of darkness um and he goes sicko mode and tells war bandit to attack the rubber robos but war bandit refuses his only opponent right now is Meta B because this is the most intense battle of his life. And he will not stop fighting Meta B. He
0: He um, he says, and I quote, I won't back down. I've never in my life met someone who made me feel so excited. And I'm like, <laughs> Rekusho, come protect your boy. Yeah, <laughs> He's getting flirted with.
1: Yeah. Hard. Uh, uh, Meta B also refuses to stop. Uh, because he want he has to win this tournament. He wants to win this tournament, and he ignores Icky's pleas to stop. Uh, but you know, really takes start the fact that Icky doesn't want another ten days of darkness to happen, and B promises him that everything's gonna be all right. That they just need to believe in each other and and know that you know Metabi can win this fight without things becoming terrible and bad. That that they can do it the right way, and uh, Metabi and Warbandit <laughs> go in for one last clash.
0: i love that's metabee's last words before he dies
1: yeah uh metabee activates the metaphors again so does war bandit uh and the but here's the thing when they activate the metaphors they freeze in place and it activates the antennas uh which send out a signal around the entire globe uh as they are like encased in pillars of red light and then the you know the pillars underneath the stadium glow green and shoot a giant green beam into the sky and uh yeah it's the same thing has happened uh, uh joe and patrick confirm it's the same thing that happened eight years ago at the 10 days of darkness <laughs> um we learn um
0: the 10 days of darkness were an accident too
1: yeah, it was it, like they don't yeah. they don't explicitly say it in um uh the dub, but uh, the the subtext is there. It's that, you know, uh Hikaru and whoever he was fighting fought so hard that just like the their rare metals like resonated and just uh made, like sent these waves out and caused all of the the metabots across the globe to just freak out.
0: <laughs> Which means Nakaru not the bad guy that they were painting him as. He was just too stubborn to want to lose.
1: It's I I think it's that combined with the fact that he then instead of sticking around to like help out and and you know still be a part of these people's lives, just ran and hid somewhere doing god knows what. Like he could he could even be working at a 7-Eleven somewhere. We really don't know. We still don't know what Hakaru is <laughs> <was> up to <laughs> aside from he, being the phantom thief.
0: <laughs> and sometimes you know, Space Metaphighter X.
1: Oh man! Uh, so um, uh, Victor is once again experiencing anxiety, witnessing another ten days of just begin to start. Uh, Icky continues to call out to Meta that it's no use. And Sea um, Slug explains that soon all metab- metabots will be under the under their control, and they will finally rule the world. Um, but Miss Caviar reminds Sea Slug of his promise. Um, And, uh, you know, as the, they're, they're still not shaking it. They reveal themselves fully as rubber robos and Mr. Referee quits, (laughs) quits and runs out of the building, refuses to be a referee anymore, knowing that the Metabots Federation is owned and operated by the rubber robo gang.
0: So, uh, in the sub, um, back last episode when, um, uh, space matter fighter x confronted the uh the uh heads of the uh meta association um they kept saying robo and the entire sub went robo robo isn't that what the bad guys say robo <laughs> so and this episode when it the you know it finally drops for mr referee that oh god these are the rubber robos <laughs> first of all that was pretty funny yeah second of all he starts crying and runs off screaming, are you telling me I've been playing a role in their evil deeds all along? <laughs> and he just sobs and runs out. Yeah. It's not that he quits being a referee, it's he has a crisis. <laughs> it, just, it just realizes what's been happening. I, and then uh, yeah. everyone's like... Is he not going to finish the fight?
1: Yeah. Is the fight just over now? We don't know. Uh, but that's when, uh, a, a big, uh, bay door opens and, uh, a chair is raised out of the darkness and who's here, Mitch, but the rubber robo leader and oh, his cat. sidekick, Dr. Meta evil. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it's that darn cat.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. This is where we get the full explanation about what's going on. Uh, so eight years ago, the fierce battle at the last tournament caused metabots to run wild. Uh, and because of that, safety switches were installed in all metabots afterwards, which I guess in the dub is the, the, the tin pet safety measures. Mm-hmm. they basically like, you know, in the event of something like this happening happening again, uh, the metabots will simply be shut off. Uh, they will automatically like stop functioning. Uh, which so- –
0: which didn't work 10 episodes ago yeah i don't know why it works now
1: yeah uh so the um the the device that dr medieval created is not what we are originally led to believe um it isn't you necessarily using the um uh uh the the rare metal to control uh, you know derivative metals like dr Aki believed it is in fact dr uh, MetaEvil using the MetaForce and channeling it through that system of control that, mm-hmm. that can you know control metabots to instead override the safety switches uh and uh, you know the the I think the thing that separates this plan from the previous plan is the previous plan used the existing antenna at the uh, at the ruins and that was only able to affect metabots. Mm-hmm. Within a certain radius, like basically like, you know, in in the city that they're in, you know, it affected like brass and 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 some other people and like a a lot of the metabots at the at the factory and bloody, bloody, blah. This is specifically taking that, that array of antennas, installing them in this underground base, and then using the uh, uh, the stadium as a radio, a radio wave dish, which they do explicitly say in the dub, so they can then broadcast that worldwide to take over all metabots. Uh, I think that's the big thing that separates the previous plan from this plan.
0: Okay. I, I'm sure we'll get some of that explanation here in the sub, like, next episode, more likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sub dishes out uh information differently so yeah I, i'll go with that that works yeah.
1: um but yeah this is uh all the crowds begin to pour out of the stadium to get to safety um dr aki goes to confront dr Medieval. we find out that dr aki's first name is eugene uh and uh aki <laughs> just starts nagging MetaEvil about how their mentor never liked him and thought he yeah. was an idiot <laughs> You were
0: always slow in the uptake. I guess that's uh, one of the other differences between you and I. And then, like, he gestures at his head, but, like, Aki's (laughs) also bald, so maybe it was a height joke? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Uh, It was good. uh, uh, Dr. Medieval tells the rubber robos to to capture Aki, and um, Squid Guts won't do it because he's too tired. Uh, Gilgirl won't go do it because, uh, she's just had her suit cleaned and, uh, uh, shrimp lips won't do it because they're only paid $2 an hour. Um, so Mm -hmm. medieval offers them a $1 raise and they all charge in. (laughs) So in the, uh, in the sub,
0: they, uh, they're disagreeing to go do it because like, we don't have metabots either anymore. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh. You know, we just be fighting them hand to hand, and that's, you know, that's not good. And Shrimpy goes, you know, I can no longer do this for 450 yen an hour. <laughs> um, to which Erika um, is more scandalized by this than anything else that she's yeah. seen. She goes, wait, you're paid hourly? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then um, Dr. Meta Evil is like, oh, you know, I'll raise it to 600 uh, yen an hour if you get them, to which they jump forward. Now, 450 yen an hour is uh, like a four dollars an hour so yeah. they're paid twice as much in the sub as they are in the dub um u.s dollar was stronger back then uh but i was sitting there going like 450 yen an hour i mean that's more than i got paid at some of my jobs yeah <laughs> the food industry man i'm telling you
1: yeah uh oh man uh <laughs> Miss Caviar does step in to protect Dr. Aki and tells them he has to get back to uh, the Metabots Corporation to activate the emergency stop device, which is the thing that we've definitely heard about before. Uh, and so, yeah, he he agrees and runs off. The screws go with him to protect him, and he also grabs Arika and Karen to go with him as well. Um, and uh, he explains what this device is. It's a device he started building that can jam signals going to metals, uh, which is kind of like a last stopgap to deactivate a metabot mm-hmm.
0: which uh, also explains why uh why he didn't use it last time because it was a different kind of different kind of signal going out
1: yeah um Mitch, we do we go outside we find all the crowds out here um what's happened to the stadium mitch
0: it's a fucking spaceship dude
1: <laughs> it's a giant ufo it's got like big hangers on the bottom and everything it's just um, flying through the air <laughs>
0: My, my notes then just, um, for a little bit, uh, devolve into just kind of gibberish about how this show's so great. I love this show. Uh, it's the fucking best. Um, and then, a very somber moment is I realized Rikusha was wrong earlier. That wasn't the re- resonating of, uh, you know, the fighting energy. It was the spaceship taking off.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was just being very romantic and yeah. also wrong.
1: They just, you know, they did the whole, uh, uh, the Andy and Jones thing of, uh, you know, Oh, I've got to make sure that I hit the floor when they do the stamp. I've got to make sure that we lift off when the metaphors hits itself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I, I love they turned their, they, they turned essentially the Olympic stadium into a UFO so they can broadcast their evil radio. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's just a good, that's a good thing. I love it.
1: Well, it makes sense. You know, they they know that uh, the UN is going to come after them, so they have to have a big, you know, defensible flying base to get away from them. Otherwise, you know, Icky's dad is just going to come in and shoot them all in the head with a, you know, and and a fucking M-15 carbine or whatever and go about his day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Icky's dad doesn't use Guns. He stands, yeah, you know, a, he, he he stands, the stands gun inside to a, a metabot, giant... and then the yeah. metabots gonna shoot them in the head.
0: <laughs> he stands inside a giant metabot and tells metabots to shoot people.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a different, it's different. Yeah. Uh, so ba- back inside, sea uh, slug is stammering at Miss Caviar over you know all of, all of how all of this is proceeding. Uh, Rintaro runs in to tell the tell the kids uh, the the situation with the. Uh, the fact that they are currently floating through the air um, and uh, that, you know, at that, uh, fan- the Phantom Thief retort knows that uh, it's going to be up to them to solve this then. Um, uh, which is when Dr. Metal Evil tells them to give up, uh, but Icky refuses. Uh, he and B are best friends um, and he'll do anything to to save his best friend. But uh, according to Dr. Metal Evil, uh, Meta B is lost in a memory from a previous life. And then we kind of zoom in on Metabee in this giant floating red pillar. Uh, And Metabee wakes up in underneath a tree and uh, gazes out over an ancient civilization uh, with, you know, cities and and, uh, you know, coastal arcologies and and spaceships flying through the air and uh, these big, huge white pillars everywhere. Mitch, what are we getting into? (laughs) Metabee died again. This is the beginning of that
0: little Nos video.
1: Yeah. Uh Metabee's gone to heaven. He went to hell first by accident. Now he's gone to heaven. Uh.
0: No, he went to hell first on purpose. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> oh um, man.
0: Yeah, uh we get so much like weird lore. Now again, remember, the the last time we saw Dr. Meta Evil was only like ten episodes ago in the in the um the sub. So we got all that lore. The tournament arc was the breather. <laughs> and now we have more lore like that's how it's going in the sub um it's it's wild and the sub they they specifically mentioned there's um the plan was to do this while the stadium is full of people because that's sixty thousand hostages that the un won't shoot down because if if it was just a <laughs> if it was just a uh floating spaceship with this machine on it Robo Robos get shot out of the sky Yeah but now they have 60,000 innocent hostages And I'm like This is a show for children Presumably Yeah <laughs> This is a good show I'm Like I was fine when it was You know a uh, You know a battle of the week shown in anime about a boy and his robot Who won't listen <laughs> But like This is fun <laughs> Metabots is a good show Thank yeah. you for inviting me on this journey with you
1: it's been a good time. Uh and you know, uh man, uh we we do get another TV continued. Uh we will be wrapping up the final two episodes of season two of Metabots next time. But uh, you know, I'm 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 can't wait to get there.
0: And <laughs> at this point in Yu Gi Oh, we find out that the creator of the, like the tournament that Yugi's in is a guy with it's Sephiroth with a eye patch, a gold yeah. eye patch. Like
1: Oh, Icky boy.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for these next uh, two episodes. And then, uh, then we're do our wrap up. So, uh, yeah, I guess whoever's listening to this, you know, write, write us some questions. We'll answer them.
1: Yeah, you have until April 14th uh, to yeah. get us your questions. Uh, so we've... We're going to continually kind of like point to and retweet uh, a tweet we have uh, on the MetaWatch Twitter where you can submit questions. You can also like, you know, uh, DM them to us individually or Mm -hmm. if you have our Discord, hit us up there. You know, if if you know how to get in contact with us, ask us questions somewhere and we will make sure that we go over them in that final episode.
0: Um, Uh, In case you have a question specifically for me to make fun of Colin on air, like let me (laughs) know ahead of time. Or vice versa, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> huh, uh, but yeah, uh, I, Mitch, my arm hurts a lot. Where can people find you on the internet?
0: <laughs> uh, they can find me on Twitter at Big Bad Beetle Boy. I don't have any goofs about that this episode. Colin, what about you? Uh,
1: pagetish or Pagetesque? Uh, one of the two. Either one works. Uh, you can also find the show at Metal Watch, and you can find gifts from the anime at Metal uh, we will see you at the same meta time, same meta place next week for the finale. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. It should be a fun time.
0: Hoomdaga, <laughs> <heem-daga. laughs> <Okay, hum-daga. laughs>
1: Bazinga? Man-boy!